The Lord's Church grew throughout the summer of 1830, despite much opposition. Emma Smith and Sally Knight were both baptized in June, but a mob interrupted their confirmations. In August, Newell Knight and his wife Sally came to visit Joseph and Emma in Harmony, and they agreed that this would be a good time to confirm Sally and Emma as members of the church. They also wanted to partake of the sacrament, and Joseph went to buy some wine for the sacrament service. He'd only gone a short distance when he was met by an angel who gave him a message that became section 27. Joseph was told to listen to the voice of Jesus Christ, whose word is quick and powerful, and that it did not matter what he ate or drank for the emblems of the sacrament, if he partook of it with an eye single to my glory, remembering unto the Father my body, which was laid down for you, and my blood, which was shed for the remission of your sins. The angel told Joseph not to buy wine or strong drink from those he could not trust, and that it should not be used for the sacrament unless it was made new by them. Wine had been used in the sacrament because it resembled the blood of Jesus Christ, which was shed for the remission of sins of all who repent. In the early days of the church, homemade red wine was used for the sacrament. But after this revelation, the saints could use water, which the entire church started using in 1912. The method of administering the sacrament has changed over time. During temple dedications or other special occasions, saints sometimes ate bread or drank water until they were full, as the Nephites did in 3rd Nephi. When the Kirtland Temple was dedicated, elders went from house to house administering the sacrament. Adults officiated in the sacrament until the early 1900s, when priests began blessing the sacrament emblems, and young men ordained in the Aaronic priesthood began preparing and passing the sacrament to the congregation. Newell Knight said they obeyed this revelation and held their meeting with wine that they had made. He wrote, We partook of the sacrament, after which we confirmed the two sisters into the church, and spent the evening in a glorious manner. The Spirit of the Lord was poured out upon us, and we praised the God of Israel, and rejoiced exceedingly. The rest of section 27 was received later. The Savior told his apostles on the night he ate the Passover that he would not drink of the fruit of the vine with them again until he should drink it new with them in the kingdom of God. In a great future sacrament meeting, the Lord promised to drink and eat with his prophets and faithful saints in his Father's kingdom, which shall be built upon the earth. He then gave us a list of people who will attend this sacrament meeting, and their priesthood keys and authority given to Joseph Smith. With Moroni, who was sent to reveal the Book of Mormon, containing the fullness of the everlasting gospel, and has the keys of the record of the stick of Ephraim. And also with Elias, who the prophet Joseph Smith revealed was Noah, has the keys of bringing to pass the restoration of all things spoken by the mouth of all the holy prophets since the world began, concerning the last days. And also John the Baptist, who was the son of Zacharias, that Elias visited and promised he would have a son, who would be filled with the spirit of Elias and who gave the Aaronic priesthood to Joseph and Oliver. And also Elijah, who has the keys of the power of turning the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the hearts of the children to the fathers, that the whole earth may not be smitten with a curse. And also with the great prophets, Joseph, Jacob, Isaac, and Abraham, 
who are our fathers, by whom the promises remain. And also with Michael, who is Adam, the father of all, the prince of all, and the ancient of days. And with Peter, James, and John, who have the keys of the Savior's kingdom and ordained and confirmed Joseph and Oliver to be apostles and special witnesses of Jesus Christ for the last and the fullness of times. All things, both in heaven and on earth, will be gathered in the last days. And the Savior said in verse 14 that he would drink wine with all those that the Father had given him out of the world. This includes all who are faithful throughout the world's history that will attend this great meeting and partake of this sacrament with the Lord. The Savior taught us how we can be worthy to attend this sacrament meeting and qualify for his blessings. We are told to lift up our hearts and rejoice, gird up our loins and take upon us his whole armor to be able to stand and withstand evil in the last days. The Lord taught us about the spiritual power that comes from this armor, what each piece of it means, and how it strengthens us to stand against evil and the fiery darts of the adversary. Our loins are girt about to protect our vital organs with truth, which is a knowledge of things as they are, as they were, and as they are to come. The breastplate of righteousness protects the heart and our conduct in life. Our feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace that angels have been sent to commit to us so we can deliver God's word and protect his kingdom. The shield of faith protects us so we can quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. The helmet of salvation protects our head or mind and thoughts so we're saved from death and sin. And the sword of the Spirit is poured out upon us, and the revealed word of God gives us faith and knowledge in his holy scriptures. The revelation ends with the Lord telling us to be faithful until his second coming, and we will be caught up to be with him. In August 1830, Joseph and Emma moved to Fayette so he could devote more time to the newly organized church. After they arrived, and as the church's second conference approached in September, Hiram Page, who'd married David Whitmer's sister and was one of the eight witnesses of the Book of Mormon plates, began receiving, through what he thought was a seer stone, many revelations for the church. These told of the establishment of Zion and the organization of the church, but also contradicted the scriptures and truths that had been revealed to Joseph. Many in the church, including Oliver and many of the Whitmer family, were led astray by them, which brought confusion and threatened to divide it. Joseph was concerned. He did not want to offend those who believed in Hiram's revelations or discourage faithful saints from seeking and receiving their own revelation. But he needed to teach them that revelation needs to follow the order of God's house and can come from other sources. In the case of Hiram's seer stone, Satan was trying to convince them to follow those who had not been appointed and authorized by the Lord or sustained by the common consent of the saints to receive revelation for the entire church. Joseph prayed long into the night and received a revelation directed to Oliver that we know as section 28. In it, the Lord did not deny personal revelation or seer stones, but he reminded Oliver of the revealed order of how communication flows in the church and told him in verse 2, no one shall be appointed to receive commandments and revelations for this church, excepting my servant Joseph Smith, Jr. He compared Joseph to Moses and Oliver to Aaron, and said that if led by the Comforter, 
Oliver should teach or speak to the church, but he should not write revelations for the church or command Joseph, who is given the keys of the mysteries and the revelations which are sealed. Oliver had taken it upon himself to counsel Joseph in the past, and the Lord taught him that all things must be done in order and by common consent, and there must only be one appointed to receive commandments and revelations for the entire church. Oliver was told to talk to Hiram between him and thee alone, and tell him that what he'd received was not from the Lord, and that Satan had deceived him. Oliver obeyed, and after much labor with these brethren, they were convinced of their error and confessed the same. Joseph held a conference to set the church in order, and at this meeting Hiram renounced the stone and the revelations as not being of God, and that Satan had conspired to overthrow their belief in the true plan of salvation. We need to remember that we are all entitled to personal revelation to direct us in our own lives and for those whom we have stewardships over, but they will always be in harmony with the scriptures and the words of our living prophet, who is the only person authorized to receive revelation for the entire church. The Lord told Oliver in this section to go on a mission to the Lamanites or Native Americans in the West and preach his gospel to them. He said that if they received these teachings, then his church could be established among them. One purpose of the Book of Mormon is so that the Lamanites might come to the knowledge of their fathers and know the promises of the Lord. Joseph believed the American Indians were descendants of the Lamanites in the Book of Mormon and sent men on missions to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to them. The revelation ends with the Lord telling Oliver, It shall be given thee from the time thou shalt go, until the time thou shalt return, what thou shalt do, and told him to open his mouth at all times and declare my gospel with a sound of rejoicing. <laughs>